Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Please bear with me. This is Car Chronicles. So, like, if you hear cars passing or air and stuff in the background, that's just what it is. But today, on this good Sunday, I want to talk about pulling from your experiences or integrating your experiences. And what I mean by that is that our experiences have the potential to add value and wisdom to our lives that I think sometimes we don't see as tools that can better our lives or even help us better discern situations that we that we need to uh, make critical decisions in in the future we kind of void our experiences because we're living in it's our experiences or if we make different types of mistakes we kind of invalidate what we experience to be able to make discerning decisions moving forward and before I get started I do want to preface this conversation by I what I am about to talk about is specifically will specifically relate. I'm intending it. I'm intending to specifically relate it to women in the decisions we make in relationship with men. So just know that that's my intention with the example that I with the examples that I'm using in the direction I intend to take this conversation. Now, if it veer off a little bit. You know, that's that's just the spirit moving. But my intention is that that is the focus. Now, I will say if you're not interested in being in a relationship or anything like that, then whatever else I say, it still can apply to other areas. The information still can apply, but I'm trying to be very specific in this conversation Um Just because relationships really affect our lives as women, and this can be friendships, this can be our family, and especially intimate relationships, it can either enhance our lives or it can deter our lives in ways that, you know, you can look at your own friends, family, co-workers, and how... If a relationship comes into somebody's life, whether it's good or bad for them, how it can change the trajectory of their lives or change their energy or change the way that they see themselves or interact with people. Um, And so I'm not looking to save anybody, but just giving information and having a conversation because these may be things that you think about or things an area you're struggling in or an area that you're coming to in your life where you know you're having to make decisions and you're having to make sure you have the right information because you want to succeed in this area uh so i've been uh i've been knowing this this one guy for I think I met him at a Black History Month program back in 2019. 2019. And we've never dated or talked or anything. Uh, We worked together on certain things. Like, we've just been cool. 
and when we do hit each other up like it's you know it's always been on friendship stuff like I know that I've never had any type of thought towards him like oh I like him or anything like that you know it's it's just been strictly cordial and recently he asked to to meet me at this restaurant he was like don't you still stay in Dallas you know uh you want to meet here and again I'm not thinking anything of it because he's been asking this for like the past year since the last time we worked on something together the last time I saw him he's been asking to like meet up but our schedules never really aligned and I could have allowed it to but I don't know if you've ever had like a a person that you kind of know in passing sometimes it could be people at your job who you know they don't mind crossing those boundaries of uh of friendship and work I personally do not (laughs) but some people don't mind you know or some people become really close with their co-workers but some people you know they like to keep those boundaries so if somebody you know at your job don't mind crossing those boundaries they always want to kind of invite you somewhere you kind of hesitant to go unless it's like a everybody from work thing because you're not I don't know. I I wouldn't say you're not trying to build that relationship, but it's like you already got your set of friends or it can be somebody in any arena of life that you met at church or like a group. And then they they quickly try to want to hang out. You're just kind of like, uh, you know, it's not that you don't want to, but you're not urgent to try to pour into that relationship outside of kind of what y'all already have going Or that could be just me and my social anxiety and I'm always like team no new friends. (laughs) So, but that's what this relationship is like. Like, you know, he's very cool people. He's always been, but anytime he mentioned hanging out, I wouldn't have mind. But I, since I didn't have any urgency about it, you know, if even, you know, I had one thing on my schedule and I could have made time throughout the rest of the day, like I just wouldn't prioritize it, you know? So he hit me up this week and I was like, man, let me, you know, stop beating around the bush. Cause he is a cool person. Like, let me, uh, meet up with him. I haven't seen him in a while. Like, you know, and this is a relationship I do want to keep around. Like, I don't want him to feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, like him as a person at all so I was like okay I got you know some freedom this weekend let's go ahead and make it make it happen so we end up meeting up and we eating we having a good conversation and right before we're about to leave I don't know why he asked me this and it kind of threw me off because we were having general conversation um so the question at first I didn't think anything of it and he was like you know well, when's the last time you've been on a date and so I told him, and he said, um, are you talking to anybody right now? Well, he asked, was I talking to anybody right now first? And I was like, I'm talking to you. And I wasn't trying to be funny. It was just the context in which he asked me for what we were talking about. Like, I didn't think, I didn't think he meant like talking, dating anybody. And I was like, I'm talking to you. And he started laughing. He was like, no, like, are you seeing anybody seriously? And then he followed up, when was the last time you've been on a date? And so I I told him, and I was like, why are you asking me this? And he just went in to say, like, you know, to kind of list down my qualities and then basically state his intention 
for wanting to date me. And I'm at the table not laughing at him, but just laughing about the situation because it threw, like I just was not expecting it. It threw me all the way off. And, you know, based on what I know about him, based on the things we talked about at the table before I was even thinking anything, you know, anything was going on in that way. I would say he 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 was never in the top of my mind of my preferences because we all got preferences as far as looks. We all got preferences as far as where we want people to be in life or what we want them to come in our lives to do. Like we all have different preferences, even if we're not aware of them. And so he didn't check off a lot of those boxes. So I could have easily been like, you know, no. But something in me appreciated the way he went about asking me, you know, in stating his intention. And I think he is handsome. Like, it ain't that he ugmo or anything. I just, you know, I just have a image in mind like many of us do. But the way he went about it, I was like, okay, you know, I'll be open to that. And yeah, uh, I went ahead and went out or whatnot, so I haven't had time to think about it. But today I have been because now anybody that I date, I just kind of do an evaluation process anytime, you know, after I kind of debrief is what I will call it. After any day, I debrief. Like when he asked me, when's the last time you went on a date? We were just kind of talking about it. And this is before he stated his intention. So I'm talking to him like I would be talking to, you know, somebody I'm comfortable with because I am comfortable with him. Like I'm not, he's been a friend, not so much a friend I talk to every day, but he's somebody who, you know, we just cool. So when I'm talking to him about it, I'm talking to him like I'm talking to one of my homeboys that I see every now and then, like we just, you know, chopping it up. So when I was talking about it, I was just like, you know, it wasn't that the date wasn't fun. I was just like, I just wasn't feeling that man or, you know, I was telling him about that. And so he went on to state his intentions and I was just kind of like, okay, well, I'm open to that. Well, today my anxiety flares up like anything else because y'all, I love my independence. I love my freedom. (laughs) Even though I do love being in relationships as well, you know, I'm beginning to understand like I can be a definite loner. And so because of that, my tendency can be, especially when it comes to men, to like, and especially if he ain't already like all of my preference, because that can kind of numb me, (laughs) but You know, if he's a little bit off base of what I am naturally initially attracted to and I ain't got to have a conversation with a man, which ain't nothing, you know, that's not always good to go off of, you know, I can look for every reason to pick this man apart. And so different things that he told me, I wouldn't say were red flags, but they gave me pause. So one of them, um, and I can say this because y'all don't know who I'm talking about or anything. And I want to be very explicit because, again, I want y'all to understand where I'm coming from. But I also 
not so much so you can figure out my problems. I got what I got going under control, but I'm sharing my experiences because what I'm realizing is I know that I learn through people, you know, kind of sharing what they're experiencing or sharing a story so I can pull from and try to relate that to what I'm experiencing if I need real advice. So take this not as me just sharing my business for you to try to solve my problems, but if you're listening to so that you can have information for whatever you need to discern in your life or to better, you know, make decisions in that area of your life. So one of the things during the conversation uh, we had, and this is before he stated his intention. Again, I'm just talking to him as man and woman, as a friend. Like I'm talking to him as a friend because he didn't state his intention to we about to leave the restaurant. So we were there for at least like two hours just talking. So, and because I've known him, I have that information, but also what he's been telling me has been going on. So... One of the things he mentioned is he uh, he's passionate about music. He's passionate about what he does. And I think he's gifted in that area. I really do. Um, I don't think he just out here being one of those, you know, where they think they music good and then you got to act like you like it. No, like he's he's actually very good. And I think he's gifted. And so he's been he 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 had been struggling with uh feeling like you know I'm not seeing the results I'm investing a lot and it make me feel like I want to give up on this and so that was that was one thing that I I paid attention to and this is after this is the this is the next day that I'm reflecting on that and I'll get to why later but when we're talking about it I was like you know that's normal you know we all want to see a return on our investment on what we're working on so we're talking about that I don't see any problem with that um he also currently still stays with his mom he stays with his parent because he he I think he graduated like a year or two ago um he's still working full-time but he lives with his mom again when we're talking I'm not you know, making any judgment about it, because I was like, shoot, I've, I've just been on my own for like six months, so I totally understand, like, we're not going to have everything figured out, he is two years younger than me, I'm 28, he's, I think, 26, uh, or 27, I say two years, because I'm about to be 29, um, in November, so, and I don't know when his birthday is, and for me, my preference is not to date a man who's more than one year younger than me because this may be super biased, but I do think women mature in certain areas faster than men. I do think that, so I just prefer to date somebody who's my age or older. That is just me. I'm not saying that's a that is a whole deal breaker or that's all the way true so don't go and you know break up your relationship if a man is younger than you because if he shows maturity like you're discerning correctly um but i'm naming these things because again this came out in general conversation but these are things that i thought about 
And that gave me pause later after he made his intentions known. Like, okay, are these things that should be red flags? Are these things that I should, like, cut him off for? That he still lives with his mom and I live on my own? Should I be like, no, I'm not interested because you can't do nothing for me? Like, these are real things that I thought about. Especially living in a society today where all the messaging from the women who were in media or if he can't do this for you, if he can't buy you this, if he can't, you know, put you in this type of situation financially, then you wasting your time. But to me, I feel like I've gotten wisdom to where I wouldn't say I don't judge a man fully on his money or what he can do. But to me, I understand the natural flow and progression of life. So as I just mentioned, I've only been on my own in my own place, covering my all of my expenses on my own, my whole overhead on my own for like six months. And I've been out of school since May 2018. So 18, 19, 20 at the end of 2020. So that's like two years it took me to like get on my feet and get some momentum and it could have been quicker but I had to learn some hard lessons along the way like I lived with a friend I lived with my dad and I lived with my cousin you know in between that time of me moving back from New York um, and things that I had to figure out financially about aligning with my goals and my dreams about standing on my own two feet so because of that I used my experience to say, okay, is this something I should judge him on? Because based on his age, like, he at that age that I was when I was figuring it out. Now, I'm not saying I got two years to give for him to figure it out, but he may not, you know, take that amount of time. Because the way that uh, that I was raised or the luxuries that I had when I was living with certain people, also, I know you know, you got to fight. I know I had to fight becoming complacent in that situation or getting too comfortable, you know, um, because even when it wasn't comfortable, I understand that I had to have the mentality of this is why I have to do this, or this is why I have to be on my own, or this is why I have to go ahead and make this happen, even though they not pushing me out or rushing me out or the circumstances are not calling for it. So pulling on my own situation, I pulled these three things because I'm like, okay, should I get this man a chance? Even though he's still living with his parents and I, he told me he was, he had just finished dealing with, um, he said the word depression quite specifically. Um, I don't know why I personally don't like using that word, but I'm going to use the word he used. You know, he was like, I was dealing with depression because you know, I love my job. Like I like what I do. I go to work. It's not really stressful, but I know that I don't want to be here. And to me, that's natural. That's, that's so natural. Even though I tell y'all all the time, I love what I do. Like, I know that the way that I do it, the way that my, uh, that my everyday work shows up, I know that I don't want to be in this position for the rest of my life. I know that for sure. So to me, I, I, felt what he was saying you know I didn't I didn't see anything wrong with that because I know that aspect of life 
while at the same time it did give me concern because for me I know that I'm gifted at what I do I know that God has given me this as a vehicle and I wouldn't say I ever thought about quitting now have I always liked the jobs that aligned with what I did just a hundred percent fully or that I never got overwhelmed no I can't say that but what I can say is I never really so much thought about giving up on it because I knew it was a gift. So to hear him say, like, you know, I know I'm gifted at that. I know that, that God has given me this, but sometimes I want to quit and throw it to the side. And it sent me into a depression. When I think about this as like a quality as a partner later, I asked myself, OK, Whitley, that's nothing to judge him on. It's not too much a red flag because I don't know. But what I ask myself is, is this a pattern or is this a moment in time? Because like I said, what he's feeling, I've experienced. I know many other people who've experienced that and who are still experiencing that. You know, after you graduate, you know, I have friends who are older than me who graduated before me who are trying to find their paths and their careers and who go through those states of depression or feeling down or feeling doubtful about their next step or, or insecure about where they are. So I don't judge nobody for that. Like, I know that's natural. While at the same time, I have to watch, okay, is this a pattern or is this a moment in time? And the reason that question became important as now he's stating he's a man who wants to pursue me is because... In my, I'll give y'all some background. In my, the the last man that I dated seriously, seriously, I've I've dated men in between, you know, but it didn't go it didn't go past anything. Either because I wasn't feeling him like that, or he wasn't serious. It could be any type of range of reasons, but you know, it just didn't work out. But the last man that I dated very seriously, and for an extended period of time, one of the things that I reflected on when that relationship ended is that I felt like um, I felt like it began to be a relationship where I felt like he was taking. Now, am I saying that he was intentionally doing that? No, but I know my natural qualities as a woman and just as my personality as Whitley is that I'm a great listener, even to my friends. Like I believe like I'm a great listener. I'm also not very judgmental. Like, I don't think I've had one friend that felt like I was judging them. And if they did, they never told me. But I've had friends telling me, tell me specifically, you know, one of my greatest qualities is like, Whitley, I just, I don't never feel judged by you. Even if they know I don't do the same thing or that I hold myself to a different standard, like, I've had friends tell me, I'm glad you don't judge me or I feel comfortable doing this. So, I know that I'm not a judgmental person. Now, I may be making a judgment call for myself that I wouldn't do the same thing, but I don't really judge people because I know, like, people are people. You know what I'm saying? You know, that that's so that's a quality of mine. I also know that I've had a lot of friends uh, and people close to me say that they use the word wise, being wise for my age. I don't necessarily think I'm wise but I do think that I am thoughtful about a lot of things. And so if they come to me with a problem or a situation and I give my perspective, 
and say they went to another friend, they know they won't get the same perspective. They, I think that they're perceiving it as wisdom, you know, so, or people like I've had close friends tell me you should be a therapist or a counselor. So whatever energy I'm carrying, I know that I carry that. And I'm listening to these things again, not to brag on myself, but because I, you know, as we talk about in all of these episodes, my main goal is for you to get to know yourself so that you can have the best life possible. So because I'm accepting and I'm understanding of the things that make up Whitley, these are things that I didn't own or I didn't take into consideration in the past, in my past relationships. And this is both friendships, family relationships, but especially intimate relationships. And because I didn't own my th- these things about myself, like my great qualities that I bring to the relationship, I allowed other people to devalue them or use them for their own purposes. And then I always left the relationship or was in a relationship. And again, even a friendship feeling like the relationship wasn't reciprocal or feeling used or feeling depleted or feel like I was always giving, even if it was emotionally or mentally or being the encourager, but I wasn't getting fed back. And so the last guy I dated, seriously, I felt like that became the dynamic. Like I was giving so much, but I felt like he was taking, but I can't blame him for that. It was just because I didn't know my whole worth and I didn't own it. And I didn't understand that Whitley, before you allow people to continue to make withdrawals, You have to make sure they're making the deposits because if not, that's going to be on you. And so I vowed to myself personally because of my past experiences that with any relationship, and again, this goes for friendships as well, moving forward, like I don't want to position myself as somebody's therapist. I don't want my friends, family, but especially not a man that I'm dealing with to feel like they can bring me all their bad news all the time. Like you need to either go pay a therapist or you need to find other relationships that you can make those type of deposits. Now, it doesn't mean that I'm not open to hearing your problems because that's an aspect of relationships. We all need support and we want to find that in relationships. And I've said this on the podcast before. But there's a fine line of if you know that you're carrying a lot of stuff that needs to be worked through, I think it's unfair of anybody to constantly put that burden on one person because they seem like they have it all figured out or because you feel like they're a good listener or because they're wise to you and always got great advice. It's like you either need to be paying them for their services, even though they don't have those true credentials, or you need to go pay somebody else or find multiple relationships where you can make those exchanges and make them fair. Because even in my friendships, it got to points where I felt like, dang, every time I hear from this person, like they ain't got, they don't never got no good news to share with me. You know, every time I talk to them, we on the phone for one, two hours and I'm getting all their problems. 
But I had to realize that I was setting that dynamic, like I was positioning myself to be people's fixer. I was positioning myself to be that wise counsel to my friends, to the men I was dating, because I felt like I had to do, I felt like I had to prove or that's always how I allowed myself to show up. So I set that dynamic and made people feel like you can come to me with any type of energy and I'm going to always be here. And as I began on my self-love journey, I said, Willie, that's not fair to you because they're coming to you and they're making an exchange of their doubts and fears and worries and insecurities and depression and they're giving that off to you while they're leaving feeling encouraged. And when you get off the phone with them or leave a conversation with them, you're feeling depleted. Is that fair? And so once I started on my self-love journey, it was like, okay, Whitley, you don't accept a lot of excuses for yourself. You don't allow yourself to complain about a problem more than once or more than a certain period of time. You don't allow yourself to go to other people and constantly dump your problems or energy. So if you don't, if you hold yourself at this standard, you have a right to hold any relationship in your life to that same standard. Now, people can think you mean, people can think you're not a friend because I've always felt that way. But I always felt like a bad friend because I didn't want to hear their problems, especially if they were talking to me about this the second, third, fourth time. But I would always just sit there and take it because I feel like a bad friend or I feel like, oh, he going to think I don't like him because I don't want to hear. You know what I'm saying? Like I would feel bad. But it's just like now I don't feel bad. I don't want to position myself to be somebody's emotional dumpster or to always feel like I'm being their therapist or to feel like, you know, I got to be your mom, your, your counselor. I got to be all these things other than just being your friend. I got to be all these things other than just being your woman and being able to have great camaraderie outside of me having to take on these other roles because you're not taking this initiative and investing in yourself in that way. Because what I had to realize is, Whitley, you have a right to make these standards because whoever perceives you as wise, understand is like, look how you spend your time. You read about five, six books a month on relationships, on psycho-cybernetics, on the psychology, on healing, on spirituality. Like, look how you spend your time. You barely even listening to music in your car. You're listening to ebooks. You're listening to podcasts that edify your mind where you spend about 16 out of the 24 hours of your day learning. So you're making that investment so that you can like it ain't like God is just favoring you and you waking up like this and you don't got no problems. No, like when you face a problem, you're deliberate about handling it. When you're in a problem and can't nobody save you from it, you sit there and face it and you deal with it. You don't look for outside help or handouts or try to put somebody else in a position to handle it. Like, look how you're handling your life. So you're making an investment in yourself. That means anybody shouldn't be able to come and make withdrawals from the deposits that you're making in your life to be this way that people can recognize that, okay, Whitley is pretty content. Whitley is happy. Whitley, 
has some wisdom or Whitley always seems mentally chill. It's not because Whitley don't go through anything. It's not because Whitley don't have the same difficulties as the next person. It's how Whitley is making investments into Whitley. And so, again, I'm not saying this to put myself on a pedestal. I'm saying this because I want you to have that same, like, no. Like, I have a right to put these boundaries around my life because I'm making these investments in myself to be this way. So it's okay for me to set parameters about how people can make withdrawals, especially if they've made no deposits. And that goes for family, friends, and intimate partners. Any type of relationships, you have a right to put boundaries around yourself. And I've had to learn that even in just this past year. So I'm telling y'all all of this because going back to this guy who asked me to... T- uh, who, you know, basically told me his intentions and was like, hey, I would love to, you know, get to know you and, you know, date you really intentionally. I, again, these things that he was telling me in general conversation, I didn't look at any type of way. But when I went home, I started evaluating. I said, okay, let me put this all on paper. None of the things he told me gave me like, no, I don't need to give him a, a, a chance at all but again I listened to what's going on in culture too so I could have easily been like nah he lived with his mama he on a budget because he's saving money and I know I like to go to you know I like to do what I like to do I got a full-time job I also work part-time like I'm not rich but I can do certain things you know for myself and if he coming in my life and can't do that like I those things went through my head as well I'm not going to sit here in front like I'm not influenced by the narratives of popular culture or just even my needs as a woman and wanting to be spoiled and wanting to be taken care of and not taken care of in the sense like I'm looking for a man to come and do everything. But I do have in my mind what I want my relationship dynamics to be like mentally, socially, financially, all of that. While I also take into consideration just where I am, age group, uh, the things that you naturally got to work for and that take time to get to that part. So that's the part I feel like a lot of women don't take into consideration is just like the timing aspect, because the reality is most men, I mean, unless they come up on an app or they in the digital space where they sell something because they super smart at engineering or something and get a million dollars. Like most men, you know, don't come into their huge financial success and stability until like they mid-30s, late-30s to early-40s. And I know a lot of women don't want to hear that, but like that is the reality. Now, it doesn't mean that even a man in his mid to late 20s and early-30s still can't put you in a position where if you wanted to not work if y'all had a child and y'all are young a young couple that that couldn't happen it's just that you would have to come under his forty thousand forty five thousand a year which is which is kind of difficult and even in texas i'm in texas which is kind of difficult even then just for one person but it's not impossible 
So if you want vacations every week and stuff, yeah, you at when y'all in y'all 20s, both of y'all may still have to work. Both of y'all may still have to contribute. But that doesn't mean that will always be the dynamic because a man with a mindset to provide for his family and to be the breadwinner and to put you in a position where you don't have to worry. That's always going to be his mindset, even if y'all start off where you may make more money than him if y'all are in y'all's early 20s or even late 20s. It may start off where you are in a position where, you know, it seemed like y'all going 50-50. But again, if you discern this man's character and know that he's a man who not only has goals, but he works towards them, you may be the catalyst that puts him in a position to where he far exceeds whatever you making and y'all in a whole different position and a lot of women are not trained on that aspect of you know understanding the natural flow of how men progress in life but also how do you progress in life like you don't even have all of those things in alignment for you like for me i'm able to be patient with this man i said i'm not gonna cut him off for living with his mom right now because i was like i've only been by on my own for six months completely on my own where i'm taking care of everything myself ain't nobody helping me with my bills mom or daddy ain't sending me money for rent they not saving me when i'm in the hole like i'm paying if i don't have no food because I didn't spend my money, like, that's on me. Like, all of those things I'm taking care of on my own, and I've only been doing that for six months. I've been in school for the past, I don't even know how many years, 12, 13, 14 years, right from undergrad, from high school. I went right to undergrad, spent five years there, then I went right to grad school. And so right after grad school, I graduated grad school in May of 2018. And then from there, I worked part time, but I was living with my dad for a year. Then I lived with my friend for a couple of months. And then I lived with my cousin um, around the time the pandemic happened. And then I moved on my own. So in between that two year time, like I went through a phase with my dad, I had no bills. And so I had just got a car, so I only had my car insurance, my car note, and my phone bill. And I paid for my own groceries because me and my dad eat differently. So, um, and he wouldn't mind paying for my groceries. Like, if I ate, he didn't mind if I ate anything he bought, but, like, he wasn't much of a cook. So he, you know, he eat out a lot, or, and he eat, like, he eat like regular, like he would go get Pizza Hut and stuff like that. So I just bought my own food. So if I wanted to eat what he ate, I wouldn't have even had to pay for groceries. So I was living pretty good for a year at my dad's house. And because of that too, I feel like I didn't save the money I could have been saving there. Like I used my extra money to like, because I have really no other bills, even though I knew I needed to move out, like... I was comfortable there. I was comfortable, you know, and I think when stuff hit the fan and it was time for me to go, it was like, dang, like I had to look back and be like, dang, how did you spend your time? How did you spend your money? And I have no answer. Like I was taking care of the bills that I actually had, but I wasn't really paying. I wasn't really putting myself in a position to think towards the future even though I knew that that was a reality like I couldn't stay there 
So then when I moved with my uh, friend, I was helping pay with rent. But with what I was making, because I was going, had, I was, uh, I had a part-time job. I had two part-time jobs at the, at the time. Like by the time I paid her rent and paid my own bills and stuff, like I, I, I don't even think around that time I had money to get my nails and stuff or anything done. So it was like living just under broke when I was staying with her, but I had somewhere to stay. I was helping towards rent and whatnot. And there was a period where I couldn't help with rent. I think for like a month, she was taking care of everything. But then when I finally got on with my uh, with my job and stuff in the district, then I was helping contribute for the rest of the time I was staying there. And then from there, she moved back to her home uh, city, which she wasn't planning on doing at first, but then she made the decision to move home. So I was like, dang, if we moved again, I thought we was going to live together. So I ended up moving with a family member and I stayed there in the pandemic hit. And I was like, man, I got to get a full time job. Like I got to get something that's supporting me when stuff hit the fan. That's also allowing me to, you know, pay towards other things. And even there, like, I don't think I had a plan. Like I knew I wasn't going to stay there forever, but I had to learn how to save up. I had to learn how to plan to move out on my own. I had to learn how to even build my credit to get in a place. Like these are things that I had to learn on the way that I wasn't modeled. I wasn't taught. So I had to come into different types of understanding. Like even if I don't know what podcast that was where I talked about, I I had to reflect on I was trying to put the cart before the horse when it came to my dreams and my goals, but also doing what I needed to do to take care of my responsibilities. And what I mean by that is that I was trying to follow my dreams and build my side business while I was living with other people. And in my mind, I felt like I could do that because I was still helping. I was still paying them whatever they wanted me to pay them. I was still living up to the to the um the things that we had in place but I but at any time if they wanted to when plans changed they kick me out and then I wouldn't have anything because I was spending my my extra money too on my dreams on on different things so I when I started living on my own I saw that okay I was doing things backward I needed to make sure that me following my dreams, the only burden, it would be on me because anybody who opened their house to me, like they're not opening so that I could stay with them forever. But if I'm not saving the extra money I am getting to make sure I'm on my own, I can stand on my own two feet. If anything happened, then that burden is going to fall on them and I'm going to have to be here longer. And that's something I reflected on once I got into my own place. So I pulled upon that experience when I was looking at, you know, this man who's now stating his intentions because he does do music. And he mentioned he was like, you know, I had to get a new car. So I spent a lot of my savings on getting this new car, which he needed a new car because I saw his old car. Like I said, I've known him for a while. So that was good, you know, and it was good that you was living with your mom to be able to do that. And you had the money to be able to do that. That lets me know that you do save. And then he said, I spent another great portion on my savings, you know, putting my initial, my debut album together, which the album was actually really good. Again, I think he's gifted in music, 
But it was that part that I was like, okay, that's a lesson that I had to learn. I said I had to learn that, you know, when you're living with somebody else, it's not that you can't follow your dreams, but to me, I understand that I I needed to be on my own two feet and then follow my dreams. It's not saying that everything needs to be put on hold, but the financial piece of investing in my dream, that part, like whatever I can do for free, or that's not really making a huge dent in my finances, that I can do when I'm living with other people, but like taking a whole savings and pouring it into, like, nah, all of that needs to be going to me getting on my own two feet. So again, that wasn't a red flag to me when he said it, but it is something I thought about because I was like, okay, him being a man, I know that me now having my own place, I'm not judging you that you don't, but I want to see that it is a priority, a high importance for you to get out of your mom's house because I know how easy it can be living with somebody and get complacent. Especially, and his mom is older. I think his mom is like in his six, in her sixties, because she had him later. So, two and moms are different with their boys than they are with their girls. That's just a fact. Don't argue with me about it. But they they love on their boys differently. Some moms then they do their girls. So, boys can get real comfortable. Men, young men, even can get real comfortable unless they have that own self initiative, like. I got to get my own place because mom will make me comfortable. She probably still wash my drawers. He, he he didn't mention that part, but he did mention she still cooks for him and stuff. So that's another area he could save money. So he's comfortable. You know, he got, he got, he got space to be very, very comfortable. So I'm using that. I'm not judging him off top, but I'm using that to say, okay, how self, how much self-initiative and self-motivation do you have to get out of your mom's house? Because I know for sure I can't take a man seriously long term who's still staying with his mom. Because then you come into my house, but then if I go to your house, I'm walking into your bedroom at your mama's house like, no. <laughs> you know, so that's just something I'm paying attention to. How urgent are you to get out on your own? Without my help, because I'm not giving no man money, like with your own initiative, how 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 much of a priority are you making that? And that's nothing I'm going to verbally tell him. It's just something I'm, I'm observing. Another thing is, I told you I'm looking at, okay, you said you wanted to quit your gift, your dream, because it wasn't producing fruit. Again, I'm looking at, is that a pattern? Is that a, a mindset thing? Like... You think that's okay anytime things don't go your way? Or is that just a moment in time? And the reason that's important is because, like I said, like in any relationship, if you've ever been in a relationship with somebody, and this can even be friendship to where like they, they, anytime life happens, they like sink into this low place and they need everybody else to kind of pull them out every time. And we all need encouragement, but if you don't have any type of self-motivation to do that for yourself, at some point, that's going to become a burden. We've all known somebody where it's like, dang, like, you always in something, or you all, like, I always feel like I got to encourage you. Like, I need people who encourage themselves as well, because that's how I am. So I especially can't have a man, and this is just me. I'm just telling you my 
my standards and my preference with people. I need people around me, but especially a man who had who yes, you're gonna need encouragement every now and then. We all need that, but that you also have some type of inner grit that you pull yourself up in most in more than not situations, you know, that you don't always need everybody else or me as your woman to like pull you out of those states because I don't want to take on that burden because the reality is life going to happen. So if that's a pattern of yours, if that's a mindset, yeah, a relationship with me not going to work. A relationship with me not going to work. But if that's just a moment in time, like you're still kind of learning how to do that or like that was just a moment and you do have that type of self-initiative that's now something I'm paying attention to is that a pattern or is that a moment in time because I know how it is to now become the person now I'm your therapist now I'm your counselor you know and now I can't be your woman because I'm always having to encourage you out of places when life happens and life gonna happen to all of us it's gonna happen to all of us so that's something I'm paying attention to and um and then just the overall thing and I'll leave with this something that I'm paying attention to I'm paying attention to those things is because um I wouldn't say that I'm afraid of being used but I like I told y'all earlier in my last relationship that I took very seriously is that I didn't own all of the characteristics that make me the person that I am, being nurturing, being understanding, being non-judgmental, being a great listener, being patient, um, being unconditionally loving. Like those are characteristics that make up me, especially when I've been in relationships with men. And because of that, I think relationships, and I think a lot of women are like that. Those are not just my qualities. I think those are qualities of any, like most women. And especially with men, we can fall into being a man's mother or being their counselor or being their therapist or helping a man grow up in areas that he really needs to figure out on his own in order to be a full man. I'm not saying he doesn't need help because that's what a a man who don't want you for anything but like your feminine energy, that's a man who's learned how to be a man. You know, like he don't need you for your finances. He don't need you as far as he needs somewhere to stay. He not asking you to invest in his business ideas. He's not looking for you just for your stability. Like he loved the energy you bring. He don't care if you work at McDonald's and, you know, he's still trying to find a job. A man, he may use you for motivation. And for me, that's the type of feminine role I want to play in any type of relationship moving forward with a man. That has become important to me because in the past, I have fell into those roles of being mother, of being counselor, and all those things that depleted me more than filled me up. And then when that relationship over, he bounced into the next and I'm left like, dang, well, where was my reward? And I know a lot of women have felt like that more than not. 
And so I'm having this conversation again to encourage you. You have the right to put boundaries in your life, but you have to allow yourself to pull from your experiences. I'm not sitting here telling my story just so y'all can be in my business. I'm telling y'all because hopefully you heard something else like, dang, I've experienced that I'm in this situation now. And it don't necessarily mean you have to cut somebody off who you feel like is a genuine man and you're getting to know him but it does mean use your experiences to heighten your level of discernment or decisions that you make because one of the overall things why I'm thinking about this so intently with this man is because yes my fear wants to tell me he lived with his mom Willie don't give him the time of day he lit but he's 26 and because I've only been living on my own for two years and it was because search situations pushed me into that, like I'm understanding of that. Now, does it mean that I'm going to that I'm I'm giving he don't even know I'm giving him a timeline like, dude, you because you working full time. You got less than a year. You got less than a year. Like I need to see you making because I did it. So, yes, he don't know that he been getting put on timelines, but I'm sitting back watching how how invested are you in making sure you get on your own two feet? Because if you comfortable living with your mom and you just looking for help for somebody who's stable, I'm not the woman you need to be looking to because that's going to turn me off real quick. You know, and then with the, you know, you handling your own emotional state don't look for me for help like yes I can be an encourager but I need to see that you got that on your own if I'm not here that you're not just looking for no woman to be your cheerleader so that you can go meet your dream but you're not willing to make any deposits I'm being mindful of that I'm not saying that's him but these are questions that I'm being mindful of because no longer am I the woman that you can continue to make withdrawals but you're not making any deposits, even from just my energy, me being your cheerleader, me being your encourager, me being your consistent feminine energy, like that's a gift. That's a gift. So I'm not letting anybody just pull from that well so you can build your life. But then I, I got to use my reserves to build up and keep up my own life. So I'm putting that boundary around. So if you looking for 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 help, you gonna be you gonna be butt out. You gonna be up a up a what they say up a creek without a paddle with me. And so I'm making these decisions because of my past experiences. It's giving me that wisdom. Say, okay, Willie, you don't gotta cut them off for these things. They not red flags, but they are kind of yellow. They yellow to where it's like okay. Is something you should pay attention to. And this is how and this is why. So that's all I have for y'all today. That's Sunday's message. Um, again, if this conversation was for you, you know it's for you. If you are dating somebody or even, like I said, in your relationships, like these are decisions I've made in relationships across the board, like with my friendships too. I don't want takers around me. I don't want friends who always just giving me their problems, you know. Like, these are things that I've had to, you know, make those shifts in my relationships as well. But the reason I wanted to talk specifically about intimate relationships is because what I understand is that intimate relationships can be 
can have the most influence of your life of any other relationship because that's somebody you're giving your a lot of energy to. That's somebody who you're going to end up giving your body to, which is a whole nother different level of energy. That's somebody who, you know, if y'all are working towards marriage that you're going to create a whole life with. And so you got to look at those qualities that sustain a relationship past just love. Because you need more than a a love to make a relationship work. You got to look at that person's mindsets and how they handle the highs and lows of life. Because that's inevitable. And are you going to be carrying the burden of somebody who can't pull their own weight when life hits? It's okay if it's momentarily, but yeah, you need to look. Or if you're that type of person, you need to be working on that on yourself. Because you might end up being a burden to somebody else. Or is this a person who can ha- put priorities in place? They're not just always going after they, what they want, but they understand that in certain seasons, you got to make sacrifices. That's something you, you need to look at and understand. You got to look at people holistically, you know, and not just judge them for only where they are. Look at where they are critically, but look at where their character can take them. Or is it going to keep them where they are? And so that's why I want to share this because I want us to more have a holistic view of how we look at people, but especially men. Because right now, the only conversation you hear is about hypergamy. Go get a man with money. If he taking you on coffee dates or picnics, he ain't worth your time. And it's like, that's silly. That's silly. That's silly. And you're going to end up missing out on great men only looking at men with money because men who money it ain't tricking if you got it and you don't know how many other women he doing that for or with and you ain't special because a man spending money on you i've dated men with money and some of them i did not want to see again so i'm not saying just go after broke but also take into consideration their age of course a man gonna be in a more stable place and he in his 40s late 30s You can't expect the same thing financially from a man who's in his 20s. You just cannot. It's not fair. It's not a fair, you know, it's not a fair comparison. So I just want us to think about, you know, these type of things more holistically so that you're not missing out on great people because you're only seeing things through one lens. So pull from your experience pull from your experiences, don't. You know, like I said, I'm not overlooking dude is living with his mom, but I'm understanding. But that understanding has stipulations for me. Now, he don't know these. You don't go and go share those things. But I'm 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 watching for certain things because of this. So if this conversation was for you, um, I love to hear what you what you think, what you're experiencing. If you want to talk or anything, you know, hit me up, email me. My information is at WhitleyNGreen.com on my website. I also have my blog there. If you like to read blogs, um, you can catch me on Arts Feminine on Twitter, The Feminine Arts Academy on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Wondering Whitley on instagram and facebook and then wit with hooray w-h-i-t w-h-i-t-h-u-r-r-a-y is my personal page on instagram i love y'all so much and remember get in alignment and receive your assignment talk to you soon